Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica, from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Love, welcome back to the podcast. Do we have an incredible business episode for you today? We have my gorgeous friend Ariane, who is a business coach and video expert. She is the woman to talk to and hear from when it comes to all things video. Not only does she live in Hollywood and is an actress, but she's also a pro on showing you how to get on camera, how to do your lighting, why you need to be on video. You guys know I love video. A major part of my business, one of the big pillars of my business is not only this podcast, but my video uh, visual experience. And Ariane is an expert at this. Not only does she talk about makeup and how to get ready, but your lighting, but the importance, how to show up. She's built a whole brand and a whole business on this called Lights, Camera, Cash. And it is incredible. You will love her. She's got beautiful energy and so much to say and teach you. So many insights in this episode. If you want to connect with her, you can find all her details in the show notes. Please, please, please enjoy this incredible episode with the gorgeous Ariane. I am so excited to have you, Ms. Ariane. Woohoo! Welcome to the podcast, girlfriend. Thank you. It is so fun to be here with you. You're so full of energy and so delightful. <laughs> so I know this will be awesome. And I love it because you're overseas. Where are you? You're in Los Angeles? I'm in Los Angeles by the beach. Yes. And it's nighttime and it's morning for me. So it's so crazy. We, we chat quite a bit. So we're homies. We're in masterminding. We're business buddies and sisters. And yes, we are. I just love what you do. And I think it's so damn important. So I'm so excited for you guys listening because she's got so much amazingness to share and such an important topic because we have the luxury of tech and internet and video and, you know, people get to experience you. And we are having right now a Zoom where I can see you and not only speak to you and you guys out there listening. So there's all the things I want to ask you about this, but before we get into it, can you just let us know a little bit about you and how you started and what it is that you do? Oh my gosh, how exciting. Yes. So I am the Rock Your Business coach and video experts. And so I work with entrepreneurs and business people all over the world, helping them create six and hopefully seven figure businesses using the power of video marketing, because I am so excited about how we can use video in today's world to actually reach our ideal clients all over the world. And it's so much fun. So that's what I'm really focusing on now. And I did not do this forever. Everyone's like, oh, you've done this your whole life. No, no, no. (laughs) I grew up in Kansas and I did what you're supposed to do as a girl in Kansas. And I went to college and I got a job and I was in sales and I was worked in the fashion business in sales and marketing for 12 years with an awesome company and was very successful and could have been there the rest of my life and made like six figures by the time I was 25. So like I was nailing it. I was, I was (laughs) having a good life and I was miserable the whole time for, uh, you know, seven out of those 12 years, I was like, I'm going to leave my job, but I didn't know 
what else I could do because that's all I knew was how to be in sales. So I had to go through my own process of figuring out what it is that I really wanted to do in my life. And what happened was I, I got a master's degree in spiritual psychology during that what? time. Oh my God, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it's so God. cool. And it, it literally changed my life. Like getting this master's degree in spiritual psychology wow. really helped me release anything that wasn't authentic and wasn't serving me and just encouraged me and inspired me to really go for something else on the planet. And I didn't know what that was. I just knew there was something more for me. And so in 2007, I walked away from my six-figure career cold turkey. And I said, I don't know what's next, but spirit, show me the way. Like wow. there's something else out here. And now fast forward to today, I, you know, I, I left my job, didn't know what I was going to do, ended up in the entertainment business, have been in the entertainment business since then, not having any intention of ever getting an entertainment business. Then I started coaching, never intended to be a coach. Like all of this is not planned. Like I'm a girl from Kansas. I did not grow up dreaming about being an actor. I work as an actor on TV shows. Like I didn't grow up dreaming about an actor in LA. I didn't grow up dreaming wow. I was going to be a coach. It all just was one step in front of the other to get me to where I am today. Oh my goodness. So it sounds like it kind of chose you and it was divine timing and you just kind of moved and flowed into what was right. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm a good, I'm a firm believer in following spirit's guidance and following the intuition and the nudges from life, spirit, God, son, universe, whatever you want to call it. But it's like listening to those intuitive nudges and whatever feels in alignment doing it. Now, I'm not a big fan of like, I don't feel like doing it today, so I'm not going to do it. And I don't feel like it. Like, I'm not a fan of that because in business, we got to work. And, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of times we got to do things we don't want to do. We got to burn the midnight oil and put some hustle in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> hustle is the muscle. So it's not like, oh, well, I just, I don't feel like doing it or I do feel like doing it. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about really listening to those nudges of what excites you and what's next and, and following that, leaning into that and seeing where that goes. Because life will give us immediate feedback to continue to move forward or to course correct in another direction. This journey since I left my, you know, very solid career in the fashion business, you know, I, I had, a, I made a salary. I knew what I was going to make. Like I knew what I had to do. It was very good in that sense because it was so stable. So to leave that and go into the complete unknown mm -hmm. was like a shit show of like, I had to figure out what I was doing and it was hard and it was, there was nothing about that that was easy. That all this life that I have now did not come on a silver platter and even coaching only came because I ran out of money. Yeah. Like, I, 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 so I just, I always like to share these experiences. As you know, we aren't where we are today because it was just easy. Mm. It's like you had a journey and you had to figure shit out and get to where you are. I had a journey. I had to, I was working in the entertainment business as an actor and making approximately $0. <laughs> and I realized I was going to be making approximately $0 for a lot of years to come. You know, there's a myth, you know, there's a big myth across the world that like actors make so much money, which is, yeah, like Tom Cruise and Jennifer Aniston make shit ton of money, but the rest of the actors make like zero dollars. Yeah. So, so it's a big myth. So I had to, I literally ran out of money. I had like hundreds of thousands of dollars in savings when I left my fashion career and I blew through it. Yeah. I went through every single penny of it and I had zero dollars and I was like, spirit, like, what am I going to do? Like, this is crazy. What did I just do to myself? I'm in my thirties and like, I don't have any money and I don't even really have a career. And what am I going to do next? And the voices that I got, the intuitive hit was coaching. And what happened was 
a woman that I knew from the entertainment business, I was talking to her one day in the chiropractor's office and she said, I was telling, you know, we were talking about business and how she can build her business as an actor. And I was like, oh, well, you could do this, this, and this. And, blah, blah. and she was like, oh, do you, do you help people do this? And I went, yes, I do. I help people do this all the time. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I do now. <laughs> I do now. And then that's, that's how my coaching business started. What, was there ever a time where you were like, I don't know if this is spirit or if this is fear or if what is this? Like, did you feel like you were always in tune with kind of like your intuition or your inner guidance or did that kind of come after the master's degree? Oh gosh, that's such a good question. I think it heightened after I've, I've been involved with the work of spiritual psychology for now, gosh, 17 years. Wow. And so it just continues to heighten. Like the, the more, I think I didn't know, here's how I look at it. I didn't know that I had intuition and really was led by spirit until I can look back at my life and see how led I was. Mm -hmm. But for instance, like my intuition was always, I wanted to work with this fashion company so bad when I was in college, because I had a friend that worked for this fashion company, this company called Brighton. And I was like, I want to work for them so bad. And I was in college and like, I didn't have a degree yet. Right. And they go, well, they're never going to hire someone right out of college. So I went to sell pharmaceuticals right after college, which was like a great job, but I, it didn't fit me. It was like, it was too serious and it wasn't, it wasn't fun for me. And so then when this this opening came up for Brighton in the fashion business and I went for it and I got it. I was like, Oh, that's intuition. Like that intuition was always saying like, no, you need to be in the fashion business because that's where you belong and that's more fun. Yeah. But instead I overrode that and went into a different career in the pharmaceutical industry for a few years, which was fine, but it wasn't fulfilling until my intuition brought me back. So I think it's like looking back, it's easy to see where intuition was always guiding me, but I didn't always listen to it. And I still don't today. I mean, trust me, like, I don't, like, I'm sure I get into, you know, we all get intuitive hits all the time, but I don't, I'm not listening to every single one of them. Yeah. And I'll still do things where I'm like, I'll override intuition and I'll go, but I really should do this. I really need to do this thing. And I'll override it. And it always, like with a client, like if, I, like if a client wants to come work with me and, and I'm like, I don't know. And I'm on the fence. And then they're like, well, I'm going to pay you this much money. And, you know, it's kind of mm. like the money kind of gets like, whoa, that's exciting. And sometimes I'll slip and I'll, I'll take on a client because maybe I need more cash that, you know, month or whatever. And I always regret it. I yeah. always, always, always regret it. I was like, <laughs> that, my intuition told me not to take that client on because that client just became the biggest pain in my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it. And it's so good because if, I guess what I can hear too is that by listening or not listening, you're really like, okay, next time you're learning all these lessons, right? And you're able to really look always. at your life differently. So, um, Oh my God, how crazy. I didn't know that about you. That's so cool. That is really yeah. awesome. So well, it's, really, it's interesting. It's funny, like just talking to you, Erica, and, and this is, it's just something for all of us to remember because as you as a coach, as I as a coach, you know, we're always talking about telling your story mm. in your, in what you do, because everyone has a journey and I am the worst. Like <laughs> I never tell my story until I'm on a podcast or something. Like no one knows all this background of my life. Wow. And, like the things that I went through and, you know, no, I don't talk. I don't even, I just don't, I don't really talk about it. So it's interesting because I'm always like, well, it's not that big of a deal. But what, what, what is important is that every single one of us has a story and yeah. every single one of us has a journey that has brought us here today, no matter if it seems in, insignificant, because it is important because we all go through highs and lows. Nobody goes through life on a silver platter. 
Yeah. Like it would, no one escapes humanity. Mm-hmm. And so everyone who's doing life in whatever way you're doing it, you have a story and that's important. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I was same as you, like, cause it's in the past and you're like, I'm over it. I'm done with it. Do I need to go back and tap into it? Like it feels like you're reopening old things. And so, um, interestingly enough, we're talking about video and things today and, I started telling my story and it was with like a slide and then it was a slide with photos. And then I'm like, I want a video cause I'm very visual and you know, you being the video queen, that could be a thing like the little gold cast and all those videos about people with like photos of, of their upbringing. And it's really great because it reminds me of like the hero's journey or the heroine's journey. Like you are a character in your life and people that follow you or your clients or people that want to work with you, want to know your story and see what happened and who was the villain and who was the, you know, what did you go through? What was the adventure? Cause people do see themselves in you so much. So I'm excited for you to be sharing the rest of your story. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. So moving from Kansas, holy crap, <laughs> wizard of Oz. Okay. So from Kansas to Los Angeles, what, what really like kind of drew you there? And then how would you say you got into entertainment? Mm-hmm. So I came to LA because for the company that I was working for, the okay. owner of the company was just like, I have a, you know, I have a job here. I think you'd like to do. And I was like, great, that sounds awesome. I'll go to LA. How exciting. <laughs> and I never will forget when I, my plane landed, I started crying. Cause like I knew I was home. It just wow. was like, great. This is the place for me. Um, and it's because it's so much more open living in the Midwest. It's landlocked and it's very, um, it's kind of a, um, it's a very, let's call it, it doesn't have a sense of opening and inspired creation mm. where Los Angeles is the city of angels and people come here from all over the world to create their dreams. Yeah. So that energy is living here in the city. It's part of it. And that's why I love it so much is it's because you can reinvent yourself every day and that's yeah. exciting and inspiring to me. And so how I got in the entertainment business was... Um, after I left Brighton and I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. So it literally happened this fast. Okay. I had, I, I left in January, 2007 in like March of 2007. I went on um, vacation to Cancun with some friends and I've, I was a singer always when I was a kid. Okay. I was like always singing. I was always in the choirs. I had a great voice, but I really stopped. Like I went to college and then like I stopped singing, but I always took voice lessons and stuff just cause I like to keep my voice up. And then along the way in life too. This is where the intuition came in that I didn't know. I didn't know why, but I just did these things that were fun to me. All, all the time as an adult, I was always taking like improv classes or acting classes just for fun because I wow. thought it was interesting and fun. But I was like, I'm in sales. Like this has nothing to do with what I do, right? But it was just interesting and fun to me. So I go on vacation with my friends at Cancun and in Cancun, like karaoke is huge. They have like big screens and stages and it's a big deal to karaoke yeah. there. And I was like, Ooh, I'm in heaven. So I was karaoke everywhere we went in Cancun and my friends were laughing because I'd get on stage and I'd start belting out some song and the whole place would turn around and be like, who's that girl on stage? Cause I have such a stage presence and yeah. I have like command of the room and I'm like telling jokes and having fun and getting people to dance and like having my own show. And so I called my best friend from Cancun and I said, oh my gosh, when I get home from Mexico, I'm going to create a one woman show. And she goes, that's so exciting. What's that? (laughs) And I said, 
I have no idea, but I'm going to do it. And I go, I'm going to have a band and I'm going to tell stories. And I'm going to sing and it's going to be fun and sexy and inspiring. And she was like, oh, like Liza Minnelli and Bette Midler. And I was like, exactly. I'm going to do that. Yeah. How hard is that? <laughs> Having no idea what it is. Yep. <laughs> right. So fast forward to, um, intuition, spirits guidance. Like I met like two weeks later, someone that was a producer that was like, yeah, this is what I do is I like, you pay me and I produce your show. And I was like, okay. So I <laughs> gave him a bunch of money and he helped me produce a stage show. And by the end of 2007, I had a stage show called Big Blonde and Beautiful. Oh that my I, God. I love it. I love I know, it's crazy. That's a bit of, there's a little bit of Kansas and a little bit of LA and a little bit of A. That's cool. Oh my gosh. It was so much fun. It was, I loved it. That's the favorite thing I've ever done is just enter, live entertainment. And then, um, and then I just started working, you know, I was like, I just kept taking acting classes. And then I was like, well, I'll just get on a TV show. How hard can that be? Hilariously, like 10 years later, having no idea how hard it is to work as mm-hmm. a working actor in Los Angeles, how very, very hard it actually is. I was like, I'll just get on a TV show. That should be easy enough. 10 years later, it's not so easy. I mean, I'm on a bunch of TV shows, but I'm not a series regular on a TV show yeah, yet. Yeah. So, um, so that's how I got into business. I just was like, this sounds like fun and I'm going to do it. And I had just left my job and I thought it, I really thought it was all going to be easy because yeah. I had always been successful at what I'd done in the past. And then I got in this entertainment business and I was like, oh, this is, oh, I don't just get to create it like boom over, you know, no, this is, there's no overnight success. And it's been a, it's been an amazing, interesting journey, and I'm so blessed now. Fast forward ten years, that I I work consistently as an actor. I have you know I'm like I'm in the game. You know nice. I always audition for really great TV shows and movies, and I host a TV show. So I'm really grateful for my career, and I don't really expect more out of it than is here, and that's great too. It's like oh. fun work, and then yeah. coaching's my you know work that I actually could do every day. I love it. And the freedom too, that it sounds like you live. It's like, I I have fun. I enjoy everything I do. I can add value and serve people. And the work that you do is so important, whether people want to be actors or build a business or get a message out there. And that's why I was like, oh my God, I still want you to talk to, to the people here on the podcast because, you know, it sounds like too, for those of you out there listening, you know, man, it's like, all the confidence and, you know, and it's so interesting because I see myself in your story where I never thought I was confident, but clearly the allowing yourself to fuck shit up and get it wrong and live on someone's couch and then be like, Oh, I'm not going to be a famous actress or, you know, all of that, that, those experiences, I think really guidance. When I look back to, I, I didn't believe in God back then or anything like that. I was just like, oh, I don't know why I'm, I'm not dead yet, or I don't know why I'm still trying. But there was now, looking back, there was this thing like guiding me, you know, like spirit not letting me go, going, you're going to be okay, go this way, go that way. And so for those of you out there listening and going, oh my God, it sounds like she just had unstoppable confidence. It's like, um, <laughs> talk about that. Because I think that it sounds like, oh yeah, I just got on stage and started singing and right. I don't care what people think. Can you talk to that? Like, how did you go with the caring about what people think and all of that jazz? Yeah, it's so good. So, um, yeah, because that's how it's easy to see me or you or other people and go, well, they can, she can do it because she's got confidence because yes. she looks like that because she, yeah. da, 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 you know, it's easy for to, to do that. And I am, it, my experience was not that way. I did not have confidence. I mean, I will tell you the first time that I got on a set on a TV show 
as an actor was Grey's Anatomy. Like one of the biggest shows in the world was my first role. I had like, you know, two lines and it was like at an airport and and then like I had to hand a guy his ticket and be like, you're running late or whatever. It was maybe three (laughs) words. You're running late. Whatever. (laughs) I mean, right. And so I'm like, oh my God, I was so nervous and so not confident for three words, literally like shaking on set, like trying to not shake for camera, wondering like, am I doing the right thing? The director comes over and like gives me a note to do it differently. Then I'm like, well, wait, did that mean I sucked? And like, I'm a terrible actor and I did it wrong. Like it, I mean, so not confident. So like trying to keep it cool, trying to keep it together. And underneath it is like, I probably bawled the whole way home because I was like, oh my God, I'm the most worst actor on the planet. I did that for years. I remember, I remember I would call my best friend after every audition, after every audition bawling. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, that was terrible. I was so bad. No one's ever going to hire me again. Why am I doing this? I suck. I'm never going to get it. I'm never going to be good enough. Like all that for probably three years until I did it enough that I went, oh, I know how to do this. Mm. I'm pretty good at this. Then I got some more jobs. And then I was like, oh yeah, people hire me. They pay me to be on set on big TV shows. So cool. That's proven. I'm, you know, it's like slowly growing. And so now it's funny because I, after every audition, I'm always like, I'm pretty sure I booked it. I'm like, I pretty much nailed that one. And I never like, it's an actor, like you don't book it most, like 99% of the time you don't book it. So Mm. it's funny, but it's, but it took me a long time. And with videos for, um, when I started doing videos for social media for my coaching business, oh girl, it took me (laughs) years. It took me years to do videos. When Facebook live first came out, I remember my coach was always like, why are you not like videos are your platform? You know, you're, you're made for videos. And I was like, no, no, no. What am I going to say? What are people going to think of me? Mm. What if I'm not good enough? What if I can't do it? What if I fail? Like all those thoughts and doubts and fears were always running through my mind. And so, you know, my coach kept every week encouraging me like, when are you going to do the video? When are you going to do a video? And finally I was like, God, I got to, I got to get over myself. You know, I got to get over myself and do this because it's different again, people look at me as an actor and they're like, oh, well, she's an actor. She can do it. No, no, no. It's very different. On set, I'm saying someone else's words and I'm acting a role. It's very different. When I'm on doing a a live video or creating something for social media, it's me. It's my words. It's my point of view. It's Mm. my advice. It's my way of looking at the world. That's so vulnerable. You know, that can, in my experience. Yeah. It's like, it's like showing my heart. You know, oh God, that's a really cool way of looking. I'm obsessed with acting as well, as I told you before. Like, I love it so much. And I never looked at it that way. Like, it's so true. You're not, it's not your words. It's almost like, I didn't, I didn't say these, like, this is not something I made up. I'm just pretending to be this person. But on social media, it's you, like your whole thing. Yes, that makes total sense. Yeah. It's wow. definitely more like opening self, you know, to be like, here I am. Here's what I think. Mm. And so what happens is in our heads, in my head, when I started was like, here I am. Is it enough? Are you going to like me? Are you going to think what I think say is okay? Are you going to be like, what is she talking about? Why is she on video? So I had to go through all the same things that my students go through because that's how the, that's how it goes Mm. with, with being on video. So my first videos were like, 
swear to you, the camera was shit. I was holding it like with a selfie stick, but it was shaking because I was so <laughs> nervous. I was like, um, uh, 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 like I could, you know, stu- like stumbling over words, did not make any sense, did not have a structure to the video, did not know how to open it or close it. Yeah. And it was not good. And, but I didn't, I just kept doing, you know, I did one and then I'd wait like three weeks and do another one. And then I wait like a month and do another one. And, and slowly I got better and better. And then I had to teach myself how to have a structure, how to open a video, how to close a video. I watched people's videos. I was like, what works? What makes me want to watch it? Mm. What doesn't work? You know, what makes me like turn it off after two seconds? So I just started learning a lot, but that's why I love videos and I love coaching around videos and video marketing is because it's not a natural skill set. I have yet to hear one person on the planet say, you know, I did my first Facebook live ever and I nailed it. Oh, I'm so good at videos. Like, yeah. you don't, right? like it doesn't happen the first time you do it. It doesn't happen the first 10 times you do it. It's a skill set. Yeah. And it's crazy too, because when you say live, like I can feel some people that are listening are like shitting themselves like, oh, live video. And, you know, I got to be on the news here in Australia and it was live. And I swear to you, like, and I'm pretty confident. I'm pretty out there. You know, I, my mouth was fucking dry, like straight up. I'm like, I haven't even talked a word and my mouth is dry. My inner body was shaking and I'm like, fuck, what am I going to say? Because it's, it's like the whole air quotes live thing. And so do you feel like people get really weird about live versus pre-recorded, like in the world when you work with clients around video? Well, definitely the pre-recorded is um, the first step. You know, yeah. live is like a stretch. I mean, that's like <laughs> way down the road, right? I mean, actually, I have a group right now. My, I have a um, coaching program called Lights, Camera, Cash. And that's my video marketing. It so much. It's so fun. It's been, oh my cash. God. It's like, I know, Lights, Camera, Cash, baby. Let's make some money. <laughs> make some money, honey. I'm not afraid of talking about making money yes, either. I girl. think it's, you know, mm-hmm. important for us to just be like, yeah, we're here to be of service and to make a le- lucrative income. Yeah. That's how, because that's how I can serve the world in a more powerful way. Yes. You know, is by making more money. I can serve a lot more people. And mm-hmm. I love that. So it's like, yes, let's make more money. But anyway, so in Lights, Camera, Cash, my students are like, I'm not doing a lot like live. No, no, no. I'm like, no, no, we're not, we're not at live yet. Don't worry. Like that's yeah. future. So let's just start with making pre-recorded videos because that's scary enough. Mm-hmm. So my students are like, I had to do my video 10 times before I got it, before I liked it. And I go, that's normal. Mm-hmm. I still do videos 10 times before I like it. Yeah. Like we're all, the, our, we're all our worst critics. So, and, and it just takes practice because again, this video, it's a, it's a different platform. You've never seen yourself in this way. You've never heard yourself in this way. So people, you watch yourself and you're like, is that what I look like? Is that what I sound like? That's my voice. What? No, because you only hear your voice inside your head and you only see yourself in a mirror. Like you don't see yourself outside of yourself. So it is kind of this, this weird thing to get to know yourself watching yourself on video and then learning how to use this platform of video to actually create relationship and to create conversation and come, you know, be yourself on camera. It just is a skill set. Wow. So, okay. So for those listening out there, what are some of the reasons why you think like who needs to be on video? um, What's important about it? Obviously I love it, but you know, if if someone's out there listening going, yeah, I don't want to be on video. Yeah. I don't, it's not for me. Like who is it that you see that really 
is working with you, wants to do this? Because I feel like it's not just business people, right? It's, it's almost like learning how to dance or sing. Like it's a great exercise for human beings. So who do you find is, is contacting you and who do you think it would be good to be practicing on video? Well, definitely if you have a business of any kind, Yeah. <laughs> period, because the world, okay, so here's, here's what's interesting is I used to, when I was doing podcasts earlier this year, I would always say the statistics are by the year 2021, over 85% of what we consume through social media will be video. Okay, that was the stats. By 2021, over 85% of what we consume in social media will be video. Well, March 1st, when this thing called COVID-19 <laughs> took over the planet, that all just compressed into now. Mm. So, you know, in spring of 2020, everyone went to video because the, everything was closed, right? So if, whether, whatever kind of business you had, you went online. Mm. So you had to do business, whether it's through Zoom. I coach a lot of clients on Zoom because it's the same thing. You have to know how to come across on camera. Yeah. You have to understand how to use this platform to build relationships, no matter if it's Zoom business meetings or if it's social media or if you're creating videos for your, your platform, whatever your business is, there's videos all over the place. And so this is our world now. Mm. This is not, right? This is us forever now. This post-COVID way of, of doing things is it's still going to be so much online. So part of this is accepting that whatever your business is, in order to build your business and build relationships, it's very, very, very important and urgent to understand how to use this medium in a powerful way so you can build relationships with your clients, you can continue to sell, and you can still continue to thrive and have an income and support your family. Yeah. And it's so important too, because like I, I always talk to my clients who a lot of them don't have a business, but they want to tell their story, for example, or they want to share a message or talk about something that's really important to them. And they have, we have such issue getting our face on the gram, you know, picking up the phone, staring at the camera, looking at our faces, hearing our voice, like you said, like so many people struggle with that. Um, what would you say to like the everyday person that's like, oh, I want to get my story out there, but I don't, I'm not good on camera. Yeah. And I really hear that of even if you don't have a business, if you have a message or a cause or, mm. you know, you're raising money for something or it's just your message of, of life, of whatever it is, your advice. And, and it's important. And it's kind of what we were talking about earlier that your story is important. Yeah. And, and so it is important for us all to share our stories and share what we're excited about and share what our causes are and share how to, you know, help the world basically. Cause how I look at this, how I look at all business and especially video is you have an invitation to let your purpose and your mission be bigger than your fear. Mm. So your fear is turning on the camera and, oh my God, do I look like that? And do I look okay? And what are people going to think of me? And that's a fear that is in human ego form, which we all have. And that's what holds us back. And the opportunity, and this is why I love videos so much, the invitation is to really 
go beyond that human form, go beyond those little tiny fears that are always in our head that have always been there to go beyond that into the bigger purpose of how can I serve the world in a powerful way? How can I serve my tribe? How can I serve my friends, my family, my business in a powerful way? When I can go into my service mode of understanding that what I have to say, what you have to say is important and it needs to be heard, then you get bigger than your fear. Because think of it this way. If you have a message to share, let's say you um, are a mom in Australia and you don't have a business, but you have had an experience of, let's call it depression. I can speak to this because I've had an experience of depression and I do talk about it because I'm like, oh my God, we all need to be talking about mental health. Mm. But if you've had an experience of depression that has changed your life in a powerful way and you can support another person in their journey of depression and you're not talking about it, Think of it this way. There could be someone in France who's struggling, Hmm. who does not know who to listen to or where to turn. And she might find you or you might be friends with her or whatever somehow on Instagram. And she might hear your message and it might change her life. It might help her in that moment feel better. It might point her in a different direction. Mm. But if you're too busy listening to that small voice, it's like, you're not good enough. Then you're not helping the person who needs you. Yeah. You're, it's almost like I, 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 it's almost like selfish to not share because you're you are needed and necessary for someone on the planet, but they don't know who you are and you can't help them unless you actually share. And I'm always like share through this power of video. Mm, mic drop! I love it. I'm nodding my head over here, trying not to mic interrupt drop. you, because I'm ahead. like, hell yeah, like serve. And that's the thing. Like, you don't have to. Please don't go. Oh, I'm not a business owner. Oh, I don't. You know, there's people that, that are makeup artists. There are people that are really great in the audio experience, and they want to do podcasts and they want to do a visual podcast. And so, what would you say? Because I feel like there is this thing to video and can this be taught? I'm interested in this, this edutainment. Like I feel like you either have to be obviously insightful and have some good shit to, to share and also entertaining or hilarious or keeping me, you know, um, wanting to watch or people will switch off. Is there something you yeah. can, what do you think about that? And can you teach that edutainment vibe without being like, I'm not Erica, you know, hyper. Um, how, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not hyper like Erica. Yeah, so how am I going to do a like podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah. Well, the, here's the good news. Yes, it can be taught. Awesome. The, this is the great news. Once again, this whole skill set is just building a muscle. When you go to the gym for the first time, you don't lift bicep weights at like 30 pounds because mm. you're not there yet. You lift like five pounds and you're like, I'm not very strong, but if you keep doing it, you're going to get to 10 pounds and then you're going to 15, 20, right? Yeah. It's just building a muscle, the consistency, the showing up and doing it, all of it. It's the same way with video. You, if you, when you stay consistent and you really learn this, you will learn this skill set. It is just a skill set. It is, I do not have some special sauce. You do not have some special sauce. We just happen to like talk a lot and be extroverts, which is great, but that doesn't mean that we automatically know how to do this. Yeah. It is a skill set and it can be taught no matter who you, I, I have worked with the most introverted clients who were so shy. They were like, there's no way I'm going to get this, but I have to. And one of my clients, Laura, she, when she came to me, She's like the shyest, like little, like big blue eyes, 
bright blonde hair. So like, oh my God, I'm so scared. But she was like, she had a message that she really wanted to share. And so she went through my program, Lights, Camera, Cash, and worked with me for a long time. And fast forward today, she does a live, a live twice a week, every week. Wow. And I'm like, I look at her, I go, girl, how did you get over your shyness? And she's like, oh, well, once I got used to it, you know, once I... Once I went through, you know, understood your, how to, went through your program, understood it, got consistent, practiced it. She's like, oh, now it's, now it's second nature. But she didn't start out that way. It's a skill set. So mm-hmm. if you want to do a podcast, if you want to understand this edutainment, there are very certain, um, there are certain things that I coach on that help the process. And for instance, one of them is you a lot of times do have to bring your energy up. Because it's um, one of my clients, she, I remember she said this the other day. Um, she's amazing, amazing at what she does. But her energy is definitely more internal. She's mm. pulled back. And so for her, I said, well, if you're going to be on videos and doing your podcast and stuff, you're, think about bringing your energy out into the camera instead of sucking back. Like, you're going to have to push out a little bit and think of expanding your energy into the camera. And she said, it feels weird. And I'm like, it's going to feel weird because it's not the way you are naturally, but just try it and see how it looks. And sure enough, two years later, we were having a conversation and she said, you know, I will never forget that you told me like, I need to push my energy out. And she goes, I think about it every time I go and do a video. And she's like, cause I can see the difference. She's like, I can see how people are, when I suck back, the people suck back. And when I'm bringing my energy forward, people are more ignited. So there's definitely things that can be taught. Wow. I love that too, because it sounds like your your physiology, like if I'm hunched over and looking down, I'm not going to feel very confident versus just just putting your shoulders back, taking a deep breath and like chin up queen and like, oh, I can, hello everybody. You know, it just already makes you feel great. So it's good to know that you can learn these things. Um, God, you have so much to share. I feel like we need 10,000 so podcasts. Um, so we're going to obviously put Ariane's details and all of her awesome, awesome stuff. And she's got a great group where she talks to people, teaches things, and that is free. So you guys will put everything in the show notes. But can you leave us with maybe like some of the biggest mistakes people make and maybe some of the like top yes. two to three things that you could like give people off as a little bit of homework? Yes. This is, I was laughing. I, I like cut you off when you said it because I'm like, yes. yes, yes this, this is one of my messages to tell the world. It is like my message. It is my pet peeve. Okay, here it is. Please <laughs> never, ever, 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 have I said that enough times? Say you guys when you're on a video. <laughs> I love that. You probably do. You probably, everyone's like, oh my God, I do this I'm all the like, time. Shit, you oh, guys. Shit. <laughs> because. Think about your ideal client, your end user. Yeah. Is that end user watching it with a group around their phone, watching you or listening to you on your Instagram <laughs> or your pot, whatever? Like, it's all not you. There's, uh, yeah, all your friends are like huddled around a phone, like watching yeah. you or listening. It's, there's no you guys. It's yeah. one person at a time. It's a rule of marketing. I learned this many, many years ago in marketing. Mm. It's a rule of marketing. You're only always speaking to one person at a time. So this is why we do ideal client profiles. This is why we really hone in on who we're speaking to, whether it's through copy. It's the same thing in copy. It's the same thing in Instagram posts. It's the same thing, all of it. Because there's no you guys. There's only (laughs) one person on the other side of that phone or that computer listening or watching at any given time. So 
how you do this is you always speak to the one and you, you speak to you and your, and you know, I, and, and you can say we, but it's because what happens is the whole intention of, um, podcasts of writing copy and writing Instagram posts of doing videos is to connect and build a relationship. So if I say hi to Erica, if I see you and I go, hi, how are you guys doing? (laughs) And there's no one there. You don't connect because I'm not speaking to you. Yeah. It's not a live event with 50,000 people or something. Yeah, exactly. It's different when you're in a live event and there's a big group. So even when you're on a Facebook live, it's not you guys or you know, anything, any video you do. I'm, I speak about lives a lot just because I think they're great, but it, yeah. I don't even mean that. I mean, Instagram stories, anything. So if you speak to one person at a time, you will build that connection. And the other, the person on the other end will say, I feel like you're speaking to me. Mm-hmm. And you'll say, cause I am. Yeah. That's how you build relationships. So speaking to one person at a time is like one of my like top, top things I always speak about. The other thing is, um, I think lighting is very important because uh, people don't really understand how important lighting is because we connect through the eyes. Mm. So if I can't see your eyes, I'm not connecting with you. And, there, and, and people don't understand lighting. And I've, I'm getting this now because I'm coaching so much around Zoom and you know, so much more about online videos. So yeah. because you always want the light in front of you because then the light will come in and hit your eyes and then we see your pretty eyes and we can connect. And we see the sparkle and we see the dance in your eyes. If you have the light behind you, it makes your face shadowed. Mm. And then I can't see your eyes. So you never want your light source behind you. You always want your light source in front of you. And that's, the best thing is just to stand in front of a window, is to sit in front of a window or stand in front of a window and get the natural light. That is, you have mother nature at your service at all times. Yeah. That's a great tip because it's so, so many people like it's disengaging when you watch a video and it's pitch black or they're in, you know, pixelated dark and you're like, "Mm, I don't care what you're talking about. Next video. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing that's important is we have, we're inundated with content at all times. And so, you know, we watch your, I mean, really the average time to watch a video is like three seconds. I know. Isn't that crazy? Three Crazy. seconds. We are like, next. <laughs> even on Insta stories, it's 15 yeah. seconds. I'm like, I can't even wait 15 seconds to see what your Insta story is. I, I just watch three seconds and I click next. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's all. I, that, I mean, it's, it is insane how our attention spans are like nothing. And that's just something. That's when another thing that's very important is to understand how the, the attention span of people is like so short now. So you have to really grab the attention at the top of whatever you're talking about. So mm-hmm. there's none of this. Well, so mm-hmm. my name's Arian, and today we're going to talk about how to do videos. And um, I'm just going to wait and see, like, I'm going to wait for a minute. Like I'm gone. You've already yeah. lost me. I'm already bored. I'm like, oh yeah. my God, please. So <laughs> you have to like get attention from the top have a provocative question or statement. There's, and then again, these are all things I teach in my lights, camera, cash, but it's, but the point is you've only got a few seconds to get someone's attention. Yeah. So you've got to be ready to go and not him hawing around mm-hmm. to get into your video. And the people are like, this is why I'm so scared. I can hear you guys shaking in your boots, but 
please remember what she said. And it's, if you've been on my podcast for a while, you know that this is the same as confidence, like the practice of confidence. It's a practice. No one is confident. It's a moment to moment, second to second. And what I can hear from you, Ariana, is like you and the students that you're teaching are committed to practicing and practicing and falling down and getting the fuck back up and fucking up, get back up, fuck it up, get back up. Like, a lot, so much so that you almost start to disassociate from the falling down and you're like, oh, I've, I'm, I'm down, I'm up, I'm down, I'm up. And then the more you do it, right, you build this repetition, which creates the mastery. And now you're incredible at this, but because you've done it so many times. So please out there, if you're like, yeah. I tried video once, it was shit. It's like, no, video is not shit. You just, you were shit at it because you tried it once and you couldn't walk when you were a baby and you were shit at that and you kept trying, you know, like yes. we were horrible drivers, you know, all the things that you first do. It's really, it's beautiful to hear that it is something that we can all cultivate and that it's not something that you're born with. You don't, you're not born as a star. No. And every single, no. And I always say, dare to suck. Dare to <laughs> that suck. Needs to be a t-shirt. You right? need to make a t-shirt. <laughs> it do. Dare to suck. Because once you just, dare to suck and you just do it to do it, you're going to learn. Like you say, mm-hmm. you're going to fall. You're gonna, like a kid. You're going to fall. You know, if a baby was like, I'm not going to try to crawl because I'm not going to be good at it. They, they wouldn't learn to walk. Right. Yeah. So you're just, you're in the process of learning this and any single person can do this. It is just, and my encouragement is practice with Insta stories since they are just 15 seconds. I'm just like, just do Insta stories. You don't even have to be on camera very much, but it just gets your feet wet of, of being on camera. Yeah. And you can put filters on and make yourself look better. And, you know, that's what's so yes. fun about it. So, All the filters, they're so thank good. <laughs> yes. You guys, please, yeah. yes, don't forget the crown filter. Head to my Instagram. We got a little crown. It's really cute. It cleans up all your face. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, I'm going to check that out. Yes, yes. And you know what? I think it's, it's really incredible to see what you've done. And I, I really want all of you out there listening to think about this, no matter if you're a business or not, especially if you're a business, though, people not having your video, not having your face on your profile, not having your name on your Instagram. It is so insane because people are buying you. You know, people will buy your amazing energy, like your style, who you are. They're not buying the peanut butter. They don't care about the who makes the peanut butter. They want to know why did you make this peanut butter? What's the story? Like, this is how it is now. So please, I encourage you all to go and check this woman out. Can you tell us, you know, where we can find you yeah. and what you've got going on coming up? Yes, yes, yes. So definitely go to my Facebook group. It's called Play a Bigger Game. So Ooh. if you just put it in the search bar, Play a Bigger Game. Yeah, we'll link the, it here too. This, yeah, you'll link it. Okay, great. Because that's my free Facebook group where you can come and I'm in there pretty much every day and I do lives and it's very awesome. interactive and a really great community. So you can get tons of business coaching and obviously I talk about videos in there too. And then um, I'm on Instagram. It's just my name at Arian Alexander and I'm there a lot too. So come see me on Facebook, come see me on Instagram and you'll we'll, we'll be in community and tell me you heard me here on Erica's podcast because I'd yes. love to know when you come in where that is. And if you are interested in, 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 you know, learning more about lights, camera cash in doing video marketing, then just shoot me a message on either of those platforms and I'll get right back to you. Amazing. We're going to put everything here. Girl, thank you so, so much. I feel like I could talk to you for like 17 more hours about video, Um, but you got to pay for that. So if you're interested, head over and check her details out. Thank you so, so much, my love. You're You're amazing. My darling, we are in wild times right now. And in order for you to manage your mind and boost your immunity and be level-headed instead of panic, I want to invite you to consider 
online training to consider joining a community, a sistership where you are going to be held, where you're going to be supported, where you have a safe space to unravel. And with all this time at home, you can actually better your life and work on yourself. Good news as well, I have now done a 12-month payment plan for the online sisterhood. So many women right now are experiencing trouble with their finances, losing their jobs, being single mothers, not knowing when their next money or paycheck is going to come from. And we are navigating that with our current sisterhood members. We are working with every woman that we can in order to support them in these tough times. And I hear you out there saying, I'd love to join the sisterhood, but I can't afford it. I can't afford six payments. So what I've done is made it a year-long program. It's a year-long program with a year-long payment plan. I really, really want you to consider if this is the time for you to join the sisterhood and work on yourself. It is available to you now. Let's do the damn thing. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it, and if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.